mature audiences only. Altitude adjustment may contain language content that some may find offensive. Your discretion is advised. Welcome to Altitude Adjustment. So I forgot to update that graphic. But this week's show is going to be about transsexual athletes. Good afternoon. I'm Leon Davis. Joining me is my co-host, Warren Harper and Leonard Davis. How are you guys doing today? Doing, doing great, but well, I, I can't, can't see you. You cannot see me. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Uh -huh. You're having some video issues. Ah, I, I know why. <laughs> you should be able to see me now. Gotcha. <laughs> Man. So I had to restart uh, OBS because I thought okay. I was having uh, audio issues. Okay. So anyway, so this week we're going to be talking about uh, transsexual athletes and we're uh, anticipating um, a pretty lively discussion. So make sure you, you're here to join us. Um, so today we were going to talk about, we had a couple of items that we can make an hour's show out of uh, that are uh, current issues that we thought we would cover. So we're going to let Warren start first, or did you want to, you want to see to Leonard first, or did you want to go ahead and start with your issue? Uh, no, no let, go, go ahead on, on uh, Leonard. I'm, I'm not, not sure, sure I have an issue. issue. Black Lives Matter. <laughs> You didn't change. You didn't want to do Black Lives Matter. Well, I I I, I thought we were going to wait on that. Okay, fair enough. Go ahead, Leonard. What, what was your the something you wanted to uh, a chip that you wanted to get off of your shoulder? <laughs> <laughs> can't hear you, Leonard. Leonard, we can't hear you. We can't hear you. We heard, heard him fine before. before. What happened? I have, I don't know. I don't know. Did you change something, Leonard? You didn't change anything? Hmm. Hold on. Okay. Try try reconnecting and see if that fixes it for us. And then, uh, you know, just log off, come back on, and then I'll see, I'll, I'll do some fill until you get back. Um, so one of the things that I wanted to talk about, well, I don't want to talk about anything until he comes back. Did, there he goes. <laughs> it took him, took him a second. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I have no idea why his, his audio went squirrely on us. I don't know. Well, I got a couple propositions we can discuss when we get off of this, but... Uh... Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so anyway, since he's going, Black Lives Matter, I just got one thing that that's kind of concerning me, and I want to talk to somebody about it to get an official uh, uh, comment on it, is that do they have a problem with black men? Because like I said, that, that flyer I showed you, they listed about nine different uh, groups of people. Black women, black humpbacks, black midgets, black gays, black, 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 black,
black, black men was off the list. So. Oh, okay. What's, What's up, up with that? that? <laughs> so you're back with us, Leonard? Yes, I'm back. Very good. Very good. All righty. Okay. So, um, so Warren uh, just mentioned Black Lives Matter, and he felt he, he okay. said they had a, a list of people that they that Black Lives Matter was protecting under their umbrella, and he says black black men were not on that list of protected um, classes of people, and he's he's got a chip on his shoulder about that, and he wants to to get that off. Question, you know, like what's up? I understand. I understand. Um, so I'm gonna let Leonard go and then, uh, and then we'll come, we'll circle back to black lives matter because I've got an additional, um, uh, something to add to that, that black lives matter. So there was something that you had that, that you wanted to, to discuss today, Leonard. His, his audio. Oh, there we go. Huh? Are you on again? Yeah, it, it came in. Okay, in we're okay now. Go ahead. In dealing with Trump, I found that all the cases, both houses of Congress, the House of Representatives, and the Senate, to get a majority vote, and they could strip away all of his comments, such as funding an office forum, funding office staff. His travel allowance of a million dollars, his wife's travel allowance of six hundred thousand dollars, and his hundred and I want to say hundred and fifty thousand dollar or two hundred thousand dollar two hundred fifty thousand dollar pension that he gets a year, uh, and it's not subject to uh, Mitch McConnell and his and his uh. His, his minority veto, I forgot the name of it, right this second. They could pull up a point and just do that, and it doesn't require him getting uh, convicted of after his, uh, oh, God, I forgot all the terms now. Impeachment? Uh, they could do that. They could do that in spite of him. Uh having charges against him okay okay so your point is that the the senate or the um the the um legislative branch has the tools Mm -hmm. has the tools that they can use to strip donald trump of all his presidential benefits Yes. Okay. They um, can. Right. And so that and that's your and that's your issue is that you believe he should be stripped of all of his presidential benefits. I believe he should. It, it was obvious in watching the impeachment hearings that he brought the violence of January the sixth, that he was behind it. He and his lawyer Rudy Giuliani. You were never going to get a conviction in the Senate because the Republicans have enough to filibuster it. And you needed two-thirds majority. You weren't going to get that. Mm-hmm. So the Democrats in there, 
can do it, but the problem is you got two conservative Democrats, Joe Manchin, and I forgot the woman's name from Arizona, who told the Democrats they won't vote with them to get rid of the filibuster, and I'm sure they won't vote with them to strip Trump of all his presidential benefits, even though he tried to pull an insurrection against the country. Okay. Okay. Did you want to comment first, uh, Warren? Uh, no, no. I mean, um, Trump, I, I, you know, I prefer to just leave Trump in the background and not worry about him right now. You know, he lost the election, regardless of what he tells people. And we just need to new, move forward with, uh, the Democratic agenda, whatever that is, you know, that's what I'm focusing on. And, you know, the more we talk about Trump, the, the more, he, the le, you know, less chance he's going to go away, you know. Okay. So, so for me, um, the situation that I think Leonard is addressing is because we believe that Trump has done something nefarious that mm -hmm. we should take action against him. And, and as a country of laws, if you can't prove, so, so there was a, there was a Senate trial. I mean, there was a, a house trial, the impeachment. And then there was the Senate, which did not indict. So regardless of what the house said, the Senate says we don't see enough here to remove this person from office and to indict him on charges of uh, misdemeanors and high crimes. So now, um, because there is a way to go after Trump and remove him of all and remove all of his presidential benefits, to me, Max of uh, taking a second bite at the apple because I couldn't prove that he did wrong because I couldn't get the other side to agree with me. Then I'm going to go around the other side to get what I want. Mm -hmm. And that's not democracy. That's just plain, not democracy or it shouldn't be. Shouldn't be. It right. shouldn't be. Yes. There, you can, you can lose, you can win your case in a criminal court and then lose your case in a civil court. That to me is two bites at the same apple. Because one has a higher standard of evidence than the other, which basically mm -hmm. says, if I don't agree with the ruling that I got in one case, then I'll go get it in another case where I don't have to be as stringent on my rules. And that basically says, if I'm bitter, I can continue to be bitter and go after somebody. Donald Trump, whatever you think of Donald Trump, whatever you think of what the Senate did, whatever you think of the people in the Senate, he did not get indicted in the Senate. And so to go after him and all of his benefits after that smacks of uh, using the system to get what you want. 
it may be because you get your way against Donald Trump. Let's say they do take away his benefits. What happens if they decide to go after Obama's benefits using the exact same tactic? See, they, it may work in your favor in one case, but doing that, you have to keep in mind, may work against you in another case. So, Absolutely. So I'm not for that. That's the chance you take, but when it's a, it's a thing that when you have the power, use it, such as the Senate, while it was before the election, while it was under Republican rule, there was a thing that they had to have a super majority to put judges on the federal. The Republicans took away the super majority because they had the votes. They took away the supermajority to put benches on the court, and they put the benches that they chose on the court. Not just the Supreme Court, but there, there, there was other federal courts that Donald Trump chose to elect. So you're, when, you, when you look at something that's political, because the, the, uh, uh, the trial that he was under was a political process. He was indicted. That was an impeachment. You bring charges and you're indicted. Okay, and, and the House did that. Now, you go to the so-called trial in the Senate. And that's where you found, okay, we're going to remove you from office or not. Now, irregardless of what these Republicans kept saying is not constitutional or whatever, there was history of us removing somebody after they was out of office. And there was one guy back in the 1800s who resigned his federal office to keep from being removed, but they kept that trial going and he was removed anyway. He was prohibited from holding other federal office. Uh, and you know, you, now you and I have had this discussion before a few times. Just because we got Republicans that will do it don't mean the Democrats should do it. And you know, take take whatever you take whatever you believe on that portion, on that argument, whatever. I'm just saying, there, as you said, we're we're a nation of laws and rules. That law and that rule is put in place. Or a situation like this, and it, it is another place for them to do it. So I've been saying that. I didn't say they have to do it, but this is a place, and they will not be out of law. They will not be out of rule to do it. So now, if you want to go, you can do that. Just like the Republicans now are mad that Trump lost and that they lost some seats in the Senate. So they're going back to all these states. There's over 240 rules that Republicans are putting in to get their way with voting. They don't want to change their ideas to win more people. They just say, okay, if you don't like our ideas, we'll make sure you can't vote. And we'll take away your vote. Now, there's a, we got all kinds of rules that allows for us to have votes. But the Republicans are going back and using the rules and changing laws to take that away. So when you bring when you bring that into play, 
You never know how far that's going to go. Did you want to start to say something, Warren? Well, I mean, I understand the point you're making, Leonard, but at the end of the day, you know, part of some politics is where we are. It's not going to change. This this is where we are now. You know, we got we got one side over here that's doing everything they can to suppress votes and to so they can win. And then you got the other side just trying to figure out how to deal with it. And I don't have the answer. Um all um all most of us regular citizens can do is vote. So yeah. So our uh, you can lobby, you can contribute money, but so our government, our our sense of government is pre- premised on the goodness of the people running or or serving in the government. That means if you are an honest person, if you are a person of character, if you are a person of fiber, if you are a person determined to seek out the truth and justice, that our government should work that way. Yeah. So when it does not, when we have people who excused um, the behavior of a president who did not, we should hold our president to the highest standard of ethical and moral behavior because they have so much power that it's easy to trample the rights and privileges of people in society when they do not exhibit the highest level of moral fiber and truth and justice. Mm -hmm. By using dirty tactics against dirty tactics does not level the playing field. Two wrongs don't make a right. And I don't care how you try to square that wrong is wrong. And if you don't have the moral fiber to take the high ground, you have, you have brought our politics to its lowest form. That means do anything to win. So the Republicans that are doing things, believing that they're saving the vote and realizing that potentially what they're doing can disenfranchise other citizens. And they ignore that disenfranchisement to their advantage. And then you go back and do, then we, I I don't want to point the finger at you specifically, but anyone that goes and, and uses that, that logic and repeats that behavior is not leveling the playing field. All they're doing is making sure that our politics reaches the bottom of what um, democracy should be. Donald Trump was the epitome of the worst president I have ever seen. He did not want to live up to the highest standard. He did not want to be above reproach. He did not want 
to be the best, to bring America up so that we reach our best selves. But to, to, to become bitter, to become angry, to become um, like him means he wins. Means that ignorance and anger and frustration is the best that we can be as human beings mm -hmm. and as Americans. So, yes, there are rules in place that they that we can use to to take Donald Trump's um, presidential uh, dowry. But using those means that we lower ourselves, that we don't reach for the best in us. Um, you guys know how I feel about AOC. AOC, the, the right has demonized her, has talked about her poorly, has, you know, just smeared her name. And what did she do when Texas got hurt? She stepped up. She said, what is important is that we reach and be our better selves. And that's what she strove to be. She didn't strove to be bitter or angry or let Texas fall because they, the, the, the legislature in Texas talked bad about her. Trump should have been indicted. Trump should have been removed from office. Trump should be the example of what we don't want our president to be. He should have been. But we don't have enough Americans in the right places to make that happen. So the best thing that we can do is move on. Because the longer that we ling in that, linger in that, the more we're wallowing in, in, in what Trump is. Trump's making noise like he wants to run again. Yeah, he Man, may. That's the most horrible thing that well, I can say the most horrible, but that's one of the most horrible things I can think of to happen to our society. I, I think, think if he runs, runs again, he's, he's got, got a good chance, chance of winning. winning. And maybe he, he will. That he just, maybe he will. If he runs again, he will win. And he that's just win. That means that's where our he's society is. He's a soul. He just sold so many people on why he should win. He just sold so many people on the big lie. And then, uh, you know, it is it, is going to turn. It's going to it's going to turn with what he did. And like you said, either we don't have enough Amer we don't have enough Americans in the places we need to to stop him. He's gonna he's gonna come back and, and bring that back. And this time right won't win out. And until so many of us are already dead, so many of us are already done, so many of us have already been disenfranchised that we won't get the votes to matter. So we can we can we can say Okay, we got to be right no matter what. But you know, when you let 
things like that and people like that go and have their way, it turns out, it doesn't turn out good. So America is just taking its turn like Nazi Germany, like Russia is right now. <laughs> so it's just America's turn to fall. And, that, and, that's, and that's what that is. Because if he gets our way, people like the three of us won't get our shot to go. No more. So within the next two years, two to four years, we won't be able to vote because because they, they'll be able to steal it away from us using laws. We only recently achieved the right to vote, and they're going to take it back away from and you. And that's what they're trying to do. They, oh, Give me an example personally for you, Leonard, of how they can stop you from voting. If they go and they say, if they go and they say, I can, we can take your vote because we don't accept who you are. They take your people's vote because they don't have the right, uh, don't have the right ID. Or they eliminate all voting. They're coming back. They're coming back and taking people voting. So it's not that my vote has to be taken, but if enough people that think like me and believe like me are taken, then those of us that are left won't be enough to matter. But you didn't give me an example of how specifically that they can take it. Can I give us an example? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Mail-in voting. There are some people that cannot physically make it to the, the polling place, and mail-in voting is the only way that they can vote. Eliminate mail-in voting. They their vote. They, they can't vote. Right. So and I didn't have to vote this year because of the pandemic. You just have to figure out. I didn't have to figure out a way to get those people to the poll. So, so I, I guess I'm not sure what you're saying. So what you're saying is they cannot stop you from voting? No, no I'm saying is if they, if they stop mail-in voting, then it's going to be up to other people to make sure that those people that don't have transportation or whatever or that have certain physical disabilities or whatever the, the problem may be to get those that can uh, be taken to the polls. I, okay, so I, I'm not... So I think you're looking for a solution. I understand what you're... Go ahead, Leonard. I understand what you're saying, Warren. Mm -hmm. see, in other parts of the countries, they've solved those things, and the Republicans going after those things in law. Like, for instance, in North Carolina, they had their souls to the polls where the blacks were leaving churches and going to church buses to the polls. Mm -hmm. They want to stop Sunday voting now. They are... They are telling you, well, if you want to vote in Georgia, what they're trying to do, you got to mail in two, two copies of two forms of ID okay. to get your uh, vote in place. They're going by, like in Illinois, if you go to get your driver's license, you're automatically registered to vote in, mm -hmm. at the Department of Motor Vehicles. Okay. Well, the states that do that, the Republicans are pushing now to stop that thing. So everything 
that was used to get there, they're pushing to stop. And they're making it by law and making it legal. See, in Missouri, you don't get automatic voter registration. You got to go fill it out a sign. Right. In Illinois, I got it. When I first changed my vehicles to Illinois registration, I was I was registered to vote. Mm-hmm. So, and I believe, you know, I'm just in general, and it's not necessarily about right or wrong. I'm just in general. I vote against anyone or anything that believe in taking away people's right to vote. Like, I never did vote a few years ago for this proposition they had one, two, three, four in St. Louis, where they wanted, they wanted to take away the, they wanted to take away certain cities vote. They, they tried to make the mayor like the king, like he is in Chicago. Well, no, I believe that if you want to do something in St. Louis, you should have to go to the mayor and go to the other people. The mayors will love it because it means that they get more power. But they tried to take they tried to take away voters, and they want to go through just one person instead of going through three or four different people. I'm just not in favor of taking away people's right to vote in this country. Too many people, too many people have fought and shed their blood. So that everybody can have the right to vote. And majority win. That's why I don't like the electoral college. Because you're trying to give a state like Rhode Island the same thing you give a state like California. And it is not good. And right now, if we didn't have the electoral college, January 6th wouldn't have happened. Trump wouldn't have tried to overturn all these different states' elections. And that's the first thing. That Republicans always said the states have rights, states' elections, states need to run. But they showed you that in certain states, in certain areas of certain states, we don't like the way they voted, so we need to take that away. That's what they're doing in Arizona. Arizona put up a law that says, trying, trying to pass a law that says, if you, no matter how you vote, if the Republican Party, without saying the Republican Party, don't like your vote, they can come back and take it away from you and send their own slate of electors up to D.C. And I, I believe that, you know, Electoral College caused all that. And as somebody sat there and thought, well, with Electoral College, if we do this, if we do that, we can get away with it. And, you got, and, and like you say, when they make things to get people's vote down, you got to make Law that make it harder for them to vote, to to steal votes, and to uh and to steal everything. But that's just my opinion. Yeah. All right. So, so that that issue went like all over the place. Um. <laughs> so so were we done with it? Yeah, yeah, I'm. I don't really. Like, you huh? I'm sorry. What? Well, was a couple of other issues we wanted to get to, so I was done with it. Okay. All right. Um. So, so I was going to circle back to to Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. um, because 
Warren has been just beating my beating my brains out about Black Lives Matter. You no, have, no, you no, have been a little bit, brother. You have been. <laughs> I have such a headache if I hear Black Lives Matter one more friggin' time. Uh, come on I now, am man. Gonna yeah. puke. So Black Lives Matter. Uh, all right. So maybe I am exaggerating. A little bit. A little bit. Um, <laughs> what, what you got? So, so Black Lives Matter. So um, I was watching a video of um, Ted Cruz talking about some of the issues that Black Lives Matter was putting forth. And one of the issues was uh, they were attacking the nuclear family. They They wanted to end the white racist nuclear family. Um, they wanted to um, pro protest or boycott businesses, uh, boycott white businesses in favor of black businesses. So um, you had mentioned the um, nuclear family issue a couple of times previously. Mm -hmm. And so I went back to Black Lives Matter's website and I have never been able to find any one of those things on Black Lives Matter's website. Now, I'm not saying that they weren't there. It's quite possible that um, that they were on there and that they changed them. But mm -hmm. whenever I hear that, so when you told me about it, when I saw the clip from uh, Ted Cruz, I immediately went to Black Lives Matter website. Now, I'm thinking there may be an alternate Black Lives Matter website someplace. Maybe I'm on the wrong internet. But but I didn't see any of that stuff. I, I think that it's probably been updated and okay. removed. That's my guess. Okay. So so you at this point think that Black Lives Matter is rudderless. They're basically all over the place. Um, trying to find issues that they want to cover because what they have no direction. No, I didn't, I didn't say, say that, that at all. No, I'm, I'm not saying you're saying that. I so uh -huh. if, if I if I made that statement and that's what came across, it is my apology. I apologize. I did no. not mean to uh -huh. to assign that to you. So I'm asking the question: Do you feel that they're rudderless? No, 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 no. I, I think, think they, they do a lot, lot of good work and I support some a lot of the things that they do. Uh, I'm just curious when I ran that when I pull that poster up and I don't know if I can find it again where they listed all of those different groups of black people, women, uh, women, um, LGBTQ uh, plus. Um, it was a bunch of groups and for, For some, some reason, reason, I couldn't find black men, men. but you, you have black, black women. So, so I'm just wondering why would they leave black men out? Okay. So, so, um, so my thought to you and Ted Cruz is, um, maybe you guys were putting BLM or, or maybe you guys were seeing, um, some spam, you know, sometimes people create stuff, um, mm -hmm to you know give false statistics and make you see that an organization is bad when they really aren't bad um because because ted cruz pointed out 
that supposedly Black Lives Matter was trying to encourage people to not um, support white-owned businesses. And companies that were supporting them were Amazon, uh, Google, uh, Microsoft, um, extremely white-owned uh, corporations. They have um, problems in, in, in um, hiring minorities and yet they're supporting a uh, Black Lives Matter. And my, and my thought is, why would they support Black Lives Matter if Black Lives Matter was saying don't support them as a company? So, so I don't know where Ted, if Ted Cruz is getting good information or if he's, if he's you know, getting somebody's doctored videos. Well, when you tell me the name Ted Cruz, when you tell me Ted Cruz, I know you're talking about a man that's a bunch of lies. And he supports, when he supported the former guy, as our current president calls him, he supported a man that talked about Ted Cruz's wife and called her ugly. And I understand all that. Keep it to Black Lives Matter. And Ted Cruz, okay, what I'm saying is, in relation to Black Lives Matter, when Ted Cruz is saying that they did something wrong, I give it no merit because he went, he's bootlicking someone who talked about his family. Okay. And Alrighty. so, 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 and remember with Black Lives Matter, they started their big campaigns off with rallying out against the first one that they made their public bones and got publicity for against what happened with, uh, the boy Michael Johnson over here in Ferguson, and they were, and their big thing was stopping police from killing black citizens, especially unarmed black men, and that's something that they still do. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, great, great work. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I just, I, 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 I oh, you here's an article here. here. Okay, go ahead. Let, let me see. see. Let, let me check, check the source. source. All right, I'm, I'm not, not sure, sure about, about this source, source though. New, New York, York Post. That's a that... that's a large paper in New York. Yes. Okay. BLM site removes page on nuclear family structure amid NFL vets criticism. This is dated September 24th, 2020. Very good. I have to look that up. Um, I'm not saying that the New York Post um, can't be duped like any. Uh, organization, we can be duped um, because we, we're we're um, depending on the integrity of someone else in our society, and mm -hmm. and that's and that's so. What Leonard was talking about earlier, as far as um, Donald Trump and his presidential dowry. Um, one of the things that I say about the government is that to be a better society, we depend on the integrity of the guy standing next to us. If the person standing next to us has no integrity, then it doesn't matter if I have a lot of integrity because I'm depending on some of the information that he's giving me, he or she is giving me. 
So if our news people don't have integrity, then they're not they're they're going to give us information that's integrity less, that is going to influence us to make bad decisions. Mm-hmm. So so the New York the New York Post. I am presuming that integrity matters for them. I'm presuming that integrity matters for them. Um, and that, and that I hope that our, um, politicians, um, that integrity matters to them. Um, that our, that our citizens, just everyday citizens that go to the store, um, uh, that integrity matters to them. Um, so every time I see a situation uh, like Mitch McConnell, I firmly do not believe integrity matters to that man. <laughs> so I am suspect. Can't, can't argue, argue with that. that. I am suspect, right. I am suspect whenever he says or does something because you know, because of that. Um, but he is elected. And he's been there for, I don't know, years, 30, 30, 40 years. You know, being that in person that he is. Um, so there are a number of integrityless um, senators and representatives. But I'm not going to be integrityless because they are. My integrity matters to me. If I say something, I want you to know that my word means something to me. And I don't, I don't do it to win. I do it to be the best person that I can be. And I'll take a loss before I'll give up my integrity. Because to me, winning isn't about being beating somebody. It is about citizens being the best that they can possibly be. Because we're human, we're gonna make mistakes. Yeah. Because we're human, we're gonna fail. Because one day you'll wake up and you'll be feeling great and you'll slip a little bit. You won't double check that fact when you really should have because you trusted the person that gave you the fact. And then you find out that the person that's been giving you the fact hasn't been honest and forthright. And now your integrity is being challenged because you didn't vet that information well enough. And that happens. And so some days you're going to be on top of the world and some days the world is going to be on top of you. But for me, every day that I get up, I'm going to make sure that I am on top of the world and that I do the best to be the best. All righty. So I'm, we're going to do one more and that's mine. Um, and mine is a local issue. Okay. Um, St. Louis recently had its uh, mayoral primary. And they yes. used 
they used a new system for St. Louis called approval voting. In approval voting, and, and it was also nonpartisan, which which I'm like, like this is awesome. This is friggin' awesome. So, the so how does that differ from, from rank choice? choice? It, it basically is rank choice. Okay. It basically is the exact same thing. You get to vote for as many candidates. You, you can vote for every candidate in the race. You can vote for no candidate in the race or something in between. And then what they do is they count up the number of times a person's name shows up on a ballot. And then the highest two vote getters move on to the general. <laughs> to the runoff. Right. To the general election, the general runoff. So yeah. and mm -hmm. and to make things better. No party affiliation is mentioned nowhere. So you have no idea which party the, the person works for if they or even if they're even connected to a party right? right so now that there's pluses and minuses to both of those right right so like if you don't have name recognition and people didn't spend a lot of time uh understanding your voting preferences and they don't know that you're a democrat they could actually wind up voting for a Republican and not know it when they wanted to vote Democratic. And this race actually included uh, something that I thought, you know, brings that into focus. So there were four mm -hmm. people in the St. Louis City mayoral race. Tashira Jones, um, Kara Spencer, um, what was his name? Louis Reed. Louis Reed. And this Andrew, Andrew Jones. Tashira Jones is a Democrat. Andrew Jones is the only the lone Republican. Now I don't mm -hmm. know if he ran simply because he's gonna take advantage of his less the Jones name because Tashira was pretty popular. And there are a lot some people who might, you know. Oh, Jones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is Jones. Yeah. Check. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so it was quite possible that, that he was trying to take. So, so there are benefits and, and possible pitfalls to this. Um, mm -hmm. But I really, so I, I got a chance to, to participate. I loved it. Now that the the, the uh, report was that up to forty or more, forty percent or more, picked more than one choice. Mm -hmm. So it was pretty popular with most of the people that went out there. And then there's the aspect: well, they don't know who to vote for, so they vote for two or three people, hoping that they get a right one. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's quite possible but um tashira jones got 57 percent of the vote kara spencer tashira jones uh is uh, oh I'm jones. Jones. right she's verbis jones daughter but she's also currently um she holds a position in the in the government huh 
I, I thought it was treasurer. treasurer. Yeah, something treasurer? Like okay. Yeah, it's something like that. It was a higher office than than license collector. So anyway, right. And then here's the, here's the other one. So Lewis Reed has been in St. Louis politics for I don't know twenty so years, and he's been um, elected and reelected. Um, Board of Aldermen, Chairman of, President the, of the Board of, of, of Aldermen. Now, um, Lewis Reed um, has a reputation. I think he has a reputation. Now, he was one of the people who went after the very popular uh, Kim Garner. So, so I found it interesting that he thought he was going to get elected mayor. He wound up <laughs> in third place. Okay. And this mm -hmm. is, this is like, I don't know, the second or third time he's gotten um, smoked. Okay. Uh, <laughs> smoked. Let me, yeah, let me use a different term. Let me be more politically <laughs> correct here. <laughs> so, so he's, you know, he, he keeps running. I don't know when he's going to get the message. Maybe he, he figures, He'll outlast everybody. Just at some point, people will just stop running because they're they're tired of you know being mayor, and and then he'll get elected, um, you know, and and, and that's not going to get me on his good side. But I really don't give a rat's ass. Um, but he he um, so so he wound up in third place. Um, the, the, I wanted to talk about the ranked choice voting uh, before I got off on on being a. But, and uh, I, I thought it was excellent. Um, I'm looking forward to it being used more often. Uh, the one thing that I do want to say is, I think we can make our, our elections shorter. And instead of having a primary, we just have a ranked choice election, eliminate Absolutely. the primary. Right. And then whoever wins, wins. Be a lot cheaper a lot cheaper, right? You don't have to. You don't have to have two voting days. So, like March the second was the primary day, and then April the fifth or April the sixth is election day. So we can eliminate that primary day, eliminate all the, the necessary costs associated with it. Yeah, I, I, this, this was a. I think this was a good thing. Um, you know, somebody's going to have sour grapes over it. And they're probably gonna, you know, push. Oh, this was horrible. Let's get rid of it. I wonder if that might be for the county soon. You know, that'd be interesting. I think. I think since you're going to be running for county president, <laughs> councilman, maybe councilman, maybe. I, I think since you're going to be running for for county president, that uh, maybe you ought to look into that. That they they implement mm. that when you run. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Was there anything else? Okay. So, so when's the um, when's the general? April the sixth. Or the final? The runoff. The the general is April sixth. The election. Oh, okay. So the, is the county. Okay, so county, county has election day too. Okay, yeah, great. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't. Is there is there an election going on on April the sixth in the county? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mostly uh, pre, uh, different districts and stuff. Nothing major, you know. Okay. Yeah. And that's and that's another thing. Uh, so there's there's all of these you know small dates, 
And, you know, when, when people are you know, trying to put food on the table, um, you know, all of those election days start to, to, you know, eat into the time that they have, you know, just mm-hmm. general life. So anything that we can do to cut out that. Yeah. Because they said they said for this presidential election, the mayoral race was down 11,000 votes in this in this recent primary on March the 2nd. Hmm. Also, it was down, hmm? it it was down 11,000 in the city, city, you mean? Right. In the city, there were 11,000 hmm. less votes in the mayoral primary than it was last year. Mm-hmm. Now, COVID related, probably. But, maybe, yeah, maybe. But, uh, you know, down 11,000. Um, uh, and two more points I want to make real quick before I get out of here. Uh, Lida Krusen was the first female um, mayor in the city of St. Louis. The next right. mayor of St. Louis will also be a female. Well, it will either be um, Tashira Jones or Kara Spencer. Um, and, and another point I wanted to make, um, I, I thought was interesting. Kara Spencer is a part of the... Um, She's a member of the uh, Board of Aldermen. Board of Aldermen. She was a member of the Board of Aldermen. Uh, The president, she got more votes than the president of the Board of Aldermen. (laughs) I I think that says something. No, don't know exactly what. He might be in trouble the next time his uh, president board comes up for it. I don't know. He might be protected. I just... I, I think he's, I think, I don't want to say he's reached his potential in city elections, mm-hmm. but it's just, you know, when, when one member of your, uh, your board got more votes for mayor than you did, I think you have yeah. to really search and say, why? Exactly. You know, anything else, gentlemen? That's it for me. That's it for me. All right, we're gonna take this commercial I sent break. The link in the chat, huh? I, I sent, sent that, that link in the chat. chat. Cool. I'll look at it later. So coming up on Saturday, two o'clock Central Time. Make sure you join us for transsexual um, athletes. It proves to be a barn burner. We do hope you come and join. I would love to hear any comments or. Uh, uh, um, comments or compliments or whatever uh, on the subject. I think it's a uh, an interesting event, occurrence in our society right now. And it has broader implications than just that. So make sure you uh, join us tomorrow, 2 p.m. Central Time. Um, thank you, gentlemen. And then we will see you tomorrow. All right. See you tomorrow. I do care about the environment. Bye-bye. And maybe you want to learn more about sustainability and climate action. Then join me on the Climate Conscious Podcast, where my guests and I discuss the issues of sustainability related to the Caribbean and beyond. Together, we'll explore practical solutions for managing our impact on the planet. Tune in every other Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
and follow me on Instagram at theclimateconscious. Welcome to the so-called Oreos podcast, a podcast where Kia, Amari, Rachel, and Janae discuss all the awkwardness, hardship, and hilarity that comes along with society labeling you white on the inside and black on the outside, also known as an Oreo. Trying to mind my business and be black, that's basically about it. Through intimate conversation and candid interviews, we discuss everything from quote-unquote talking white you talk the way which i guess is supposed to be like you talk proper and i usually think black people sound ghetto and uneducated that's yeah, how that's i perceive when like you say too. you talk so what, white you, mean you don't speak cubanics traveling while black it opened my eyes to a lot of just the small privileges americans have and then it also opened my eyes to as a person of color how difficult it may be to go to another country. It was just a lot of blatant racism. Dating as a black woman. There's just something about the black woman who just really wants to support and see the black man thrive. And even if I'm not in a relationship with a black man, I'm still like, gonna root for them. I'm still rooting I'm always for gonna root for them. Yeah. I'm always. And a whole lot more. I just love being black. So join us every other Tuesday for intellectual and funny conversations that will make you embrace your inner Oreo. I'm going to light your shit on fire. That's I'm going to tell your mama. <laughs> What's up? What, what, what? what if Roberta, yo, son cheated on me. But you know some mama be like, well, that's what men do, so why are you so Exactly. No. Old-timey bullshit. That is not, I ain't that, having that's it. That's not okay. Experience Altitude Adjustment, a weekly podcast about people, politics, and professions. It's built around user interaction, so join the conversation by visiting the lionsdenstl.wixsite.com forward slash home.